0: Welcome everybody to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm Woody.
1: I'm Sarah. And
0: this is kind of a combination review. We are not going to do a full-on Rampage review, but we're going to cover what happened on the show. And then we're going to get into Battle of the Belts, which was the first TNT special for AEW this Saturday. Rampage was Friday night, January 7th, and we had Battle of Belts January 8th. It was a packed weekend of AEW uh. content, uh, a fun week. It just capped off with Battle of Belts, uh, but it was such a fun week of AEW, um, so I'm excited to get into talking about that. Uh, but before we do, I want to remind everybody to check out all of our content, our Dynamite and Rampage reviews, Q&As, topic discussions, interviews, and reviews and previews of pay-per-views. Also, please give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. And hit the notification bell for BeautyXTheBeard so you can keep up with all of our tweets, all of our Q&A discussions especially. Because if you want to get in those Q&A discussions or any talks with us, please hit that bell so you can stay up to date. And also, give us a follow on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you podcast at. And if you enjoy what we're doing, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. That'll help us out a lot. Okay. Sarah. Yes. Are you ready to talk some Rampage and Battle of the
1: Belts? Oh, yes. Let's go.
0: All right. So I'm gonna run down the winners and losers from Rampage, and then we're gonna talk about this show. Adam Cole defeated Jake Atlas in the opener. Hook. They sent Hook. Woo-hoo! And what did what did Hook do? He defeated Aaron Solo.
1: And then skewed up to QT. <laughs> 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 Which was absolute gold. <laughs> yeah.
0: um. Riho and Ruby Soho defeated Dr. Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter.
1: And Jamie Hayter kicked Britt in the face. Yes. And then in the main event, your boys, Eddie
0: Santana and Ortiz defeated Daniel Garcia and 2.0. My God. Yes. I want to mention that we also had some announcements on this show. We found out that Ricky Starks was going to be defending the FTW title on Battle of the
1: Belts
0: (laughs) against Matt Sidell. And we found out that there was a major change with a match on Battle of the Belts, which was Cody was no longer going to be defending the TNT title. We were going to have an interim TNT title match between Dustin Rhodes and Sammy Guevara because, Cody was in contact with someone with COVID. So made the right decision to be quarantined, uh, keeping everybody safe. So uh, that's why he was out. And that's why we got Dustin Rhodes versus uh, Sammy Guevara for the interim, which is so weird to hear. Cause I'm like, well, what's, yeah. ti- what's an interim title match that we got one though. Uh, so that, that was, <laughs> that was the, annu- you may
1: not know what it was, but you still got it.
0: <laughs> we got it. <laughs> uh, but those are the announcements. But so, So what from this show stood out for you? Uh, Main event. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know you want to talk about that.
1: Oh, my God. Seriously, I just love the fact that even when Mark Henry was like, okay, let's have our little talk before we go. And Eddie Kingston's like, nah, I'm just going to go straight for them. (laughs) Never mind. And just targets Daniel Garcia again. And then you just see Southern Rortis come in. And Eddie Kingston wasn't really in for a match. He just wanted to beat up Daniel Garcia because he wasn't really going to anybody else apart from Daniel Garcia. <laughs> and I loved it so much because Eddie just looked more Eddie than ever before. He was
0: just generally annoyed. It, um, it, it's so funny because you, you see the two boxes on the screen, and yeah, just, I, don't, I don't know. In my mind, I'm like they're in like two different facilities or something. Yeah, you know, they're like totally separated. I and mean, then all of a sudden you realize, well, they got to them pretty quick.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just next door. They're like, yeah, they're like they just opened the door whenever I started waylaying on them. So that's it. It was so funny to see that. I love how, my, how, they how get they got like it went through a portal or something. How did yeah. they do
1: that? I loved about that. My really was still like, I guess we're about enough talking time for the big event. <laughs> and I was like, there was no talking. It was just 2.0, saying something, and then Eddie Kingston, Santorano and I went, nah, I had enough, and just (laughs) left. So, uh, um, Mark Henry must be like, wow, my job's really difficult sometimes. Uh,
0: That's really growing on me, by the way, and I know this is not like a major point. I love it. Mark Henry, the smile on his face after he says, it's time for for the the main main event." event. And then he just grins, he just looks so happy. I know that's, it's becoming a, a trademark thing for him. I just I the love the fact
1: it. is that it's coming so trademark that everybody in the audience now says it. You can hear him
0: scream, yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. Uh I
1: love I, I want I want him to have a t-shirt that says it's time, it's time the, for the, the main event, Mark of- Henry. <laughs> but the thing is though, is it makes it feel like we're constantly like saying, Oh, AEW is more sport-based, and that's one of the things that makes it feel. Uh-huh. Um, more legit. Now, would they do that on Dynamite? Probably not, because there's more time on Dynamite to fit stuff into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love it on Rampage. It's just so I, good. I like it. on
0: oh, Two levels. The reason I like that whole, the main event presentation for, for Rampage. One, it really sets Rampage apart, the way that yeah. the main event is treated. But two, like as a fan live there, that match is the last match you're going to see. Yeah. Most times unless there's a dark taping or something which is normally darkest tape at Universal Studios now. But on a typical night dynamite rampage uh, yeah. live show, that's going to be the last match you see so as a live somebody in live audience that's you're hearing them say it's time for the main event because that's that's the last match you're going to see so yeah. as a live event it makes sense. Yeah. Um so on two levels it's really cool. So
1: Yeah. And
0: some some Bad news and some good news from the show. Jake Atlas was injured. Yeah, um, I thought they handled the injury fairly well. I know yeah. Adam Cole. It was a knee injury, and Adam Cole uh, ended the match by putting like a, a knee lock on the injured knee. I know. <laughs> and Seriously, it, at first you're not I was helping, like, baby. I know. At first, <laughs> I was like, ah, but he buried, he did. He really didn't do yeah. anything to that knee, and I'm pretty sure that Jake was aware that that's what they're like. It was going to be, Hey, I'm I'm targeting the injured part. So to make it seem realistic, Uh, but he, he, and I actually saw like a complaint on that. They were like, well, that was the weakest knee lock I've ever seen. (laughs) Did you not? Did
1: you not watch what? the
0: thing? I don't know if they weren't aware that he was actually injured or not. The couple of comments I saw on that. Did you not see Twitter? <laughs> I know. I was like, so I'm, I'm assuming the people I saw that commented that, which I didn't even. Yeah, again, not, not engaging, but because it may it may be bait. And I'm not taking it. But yeah. yeah, if if you thought the knee lock looked weak, it's because it was intended. His knee was legitimately blown. So <laughs> let's. But I thought that was they, they played play that off really well in a bad situation to make it yeah. realistic and but the good news that was the bad news the good news is we've we've heard from him since on Twitter and he says he's going to be back um, that uh, he's going to be back sooner than I, I think a lot of people thought he's going to be back yeah. so uh, that's really really good news because there there were some fears uh, before we yeah. ever saw the show that it could be a career threatening situation because anytime you have an injury dealing with the knees. And you're yeah. a professional athlete. That's it. Could be bad. could Be really bad. Uh, so that's good news. So I can't wait for him to get back because man, he's a phenomenal talent. And I think everybody 100%. needs to everybody needs to see that that cartwheel DDT in live uh, <laughs> motion because it is it is so cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so anything else from Rompage?
1: Ricky Starks is amazing. That is my take. <laughs> the
0: official review of Ricky Starks from. Sarah is—he's amazing—and
1: also Hook skewed up to QT. It's so cool.
0: Oh man, yes. Uh, it, it's it, Hook is phenomenal. <laughs> yes, he is. He's really that. There, there's something special they have there. Yeah, I mean they—they've
1: they've literally set him out at the right time as well.
0: It, they, yeah, you're right. They've—they've—they're striking while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. But you don't. It's, it's like they they really got to play it smart you don't want to there's a there's a balance where you don't want to over push yeah to get pushed back but the audience is eating it up so you can't under push either because they want hook they want you to send hook uh, but you can't send him too many times you want to make him feel special yeah. he's, he's really he really is a special attraction right now it doesn't mm-hmm. matter who he wrestles and that entrance is slowly becoming my favorite uh n-a-w i know i on the q a <laughs> when we were asked about that we uh i said jungle boy was my favorite but the more i see that hook intro just the way it does with the lights dimming and the the the, the tunnel lights coming on as the music uh. hits it's just his whole presentation as he's coming down standing in the corner i love it
1: love i just it. love the fact that he genuinely looks too cool to be in wrestling he does <laughs> He looks you know, like someone that would beat us up for like in wrestling. He looks
0: like he doesn't want to be there, but yeah, and and such an I want to be there kind of way.
1: Yeah, it's kind
0: of weird. But man, it's they do. They have they really have something special here, and yeah, I, I, um, I think it has a potential to be. So you know, while we're talking about Hook, mm-hmm. do they put gold on Hook in twenty twenty two? I mean, not, not world title gold. No, Golden in general.
1: <laughs> there's a few people before that. Um, yeah. Yes, they were saying that him and Cody will have a match, um, mm-hmm. if Co- and, and if Cody still got the TNT title, it will be for that.
0: That's, and I'm I'm interested. You know, we'll, I know we'll get into to TNT title talk on uh, the Battle of the Bells. So I'm interested what they're going to do with the TNT title uh, coming up because there's a, there's several ways they can go. Uh yeah, I could I I could definitely see him as the TNT champion in twenty twenty two. Oh, Yeah. But he's so young and the, the the sky's the limit with him. It's like yeah. how
1: how quickly Well you... I mean it's also like the fact that he's green, Jake Hargill's green and she's got the TBS. So sometimes, mm-hmm. like we've said, striking when the iron is hot mm-hmm. is like more important than like waiting because they can always go back to it. And if, True. and if they go back to it and they're not as popular for whatever reason, then mm-hmm. you kind of miss the boat the first time. So it's yeah. one of them where it's like, um, kind of like, you know, if we do that or if we do that, we could be wrong either way or we could be right either way. It's the Catch-22 situation. It's just if Tony Khan's got the bowels to do it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Well- we 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 talked about Jade's. You know, you're talking about how she's green. We talked about her winning streak. You know, yeah. who's gonna who's gonna be the one to finally give yeah. her her first loss? Man,
1: who's who's gonna be the first one to beat Hook? You know, he's gonna
0: have to hit a roadblock at some
1: point. Do you know what I think you will know? be really poetic? Is if it's someone like Ricky Starks or Powerhouse Hobbs? Yeah, because Taz literally will be like. Um, do you know what I mean? Like it, just because, like, obviously, like it's such a close relationship they've got in Teen Taz. And obviously, Taz is actual hook's dad. <laughs> so, um, but like, you know, like if they had a um like a tournament for it and stuff, and like it came down to like, you know, hook and somebody else out of teen Taz, it could be really interesting to see how it goes because you'd think that whoever it is out of Team Taz against Hook, will kind of have that situation where, like, all right, I'll go easy on him, like, whatever. And then it'll get to a point where Hook does something that they don't agree with and go, right, fine, showtime, and just, like, you know, deck him.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, totally agree. Absolutely. All right, Battle of the Belts. The first ever TNT special for AEW which we thought was going to be like two hours or three hours.
1: (laughs) How wrong we were.
0: (laughs) We just got an hour. But it was three solid matches for this hour, though. A hundred percent. The opening match, which was the interim TNT title match between the natural Dustin Rhodes and the Spanish god, Sammy Guevara. And it was Sammy picking up the victory uh, to be crowned the interim TNT champion. Yeah. So... Not really TNT champion. It's just well, like, he
1: looked pretty happy with himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it, it just—he's holding. He's got this uh, belt that um, apparently he's gonna now have to def- defend. He's gonna defend at some point. Well, my assumption is Cody still has the actual TNT championship. Yeah, so at but, some point, but Sammy at some, holds
1: it at the moment, so they've got to have a match to decide yeah. who actually gets it.
0: So at some point when Cody's back. Whoever has the TNT title at that point, they're gonna have a unification match and there's gonna be a true TNT title or TNT champion crown. Yeah. Okay. So what did you think about this match?
1: How amazing is Dustin Rhodes. I'm sorry. Seriously. That guy, like, is in his fifties and oh my god, he did a Canadian destroyer onto a table. To a table. (laughs) Did you see his comment? He put a comment. I can't remember what he did it out, but I retweeted, and it's and someone's like, "Justin Rose did a Canadian." story. He Went. I guess I'm indie now.
0: <laughs> in my book, you are.
1: Yes, oh, so you're good.
0: indie now. That's that Canadian story through the table was it
1: brutal? It
0: blew my mind. It, it, in my head, I'm still honestly. I'm still after the the Ray Phoenix. Yeah, I was like, on
1: flushbacks.
0: I was still a little. <laughs> Gunshot. You uh, know, well, I was like, nah,
1: yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I was like Sammy, please move your arms, please move your arms, Justin, <laughs> please move your arms, please move your arms. Don't don't try to brace yourself, keep your arms no. in.
0: <laughs> um so but man, it was beautifully done though. Perfectly yeah. executed and it looked every bit as brutal as it should have looked too.
1: And I love the um, fact that Fuego Sol lifts onto the ring. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just popped out like he was just being born. It was so random. I did not expect that. I know at all. and
0: i I totally missed where he came from at first because I, I guess I blinked or was talking to to, to my wife or daughter or something because they were in the room. But I just looked up and Fuego was there and thought, like, what?
1: Where what where did he come from? So yeah, came from the ring. But the, the crazy thing is, if like anybody watches the Salmon Gavara vlog, which you should do um, <laughs> Fuego is in Sammy Guevara's vlog um, Dustin's son <laughs> but Dustin dumped him for Hook. <laughs> so the consensus of everybody who watches the vlog was like is that payback because he decided to leave you for Hook being his new son <laughs> there's, oh my God. There's,
0: there's so many layers that some of us so don't even layers. know about I know so, so many ways. She she's on me all the time about watching Sammy's vlog and uh, and BTE, which I'm, yeah, you know, so so behind on. Oh, not so even, behind. Not even worth talking about. I'm so you know behind. Adam on. Calls
1: in BTE now.
0: I, I do. I've heard. He's back.
1: I've heard, <laughs> I've heard he returned from the dead.
0: Uh, all right, but a, a good way to open the show. But then we had Danny Garcia, who was a ringside.
1: Oh, come cannot- on. Yeah, you say what Dude. you want to say, and then I'm going to chime in.
0: Well, I'm just going to say Daniel Garcia came in and got in Sammy's face, and they ended up brawling. All right, now say what you want to say.
1: <laughs> Daniel Garcia, even though he is against one of my favorite human beings in the world, yeah. um, Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz, um, I am so, like, becoming a fan. The intensity on that guy Is ridiculous, and I just love the fact that watching it, even though I know what I'm watching, I actually went, "Is he really like annoyed? (laughs) Like, (laughs) has he he just decided that he doesn't like Sammy Guevara for some reason? Like, he took his parking space or something? Because it just, it didn't even look like he was in the vein of wrestling. He just generally just was like." went dead red. You could see all the veins popping in his head and neck and, like, got right inside something's face. And I was like, I'm sure I've seen down this I, uh, a pub in the UK at, like, <laughs> to midnight sometimes between two guys. Ah, uh, do you know what? More Daniel Garcia. Just not attacking Eddie Kingston, if we can. But, yeah, I, I think he's brilliant. <laughs> and like I said to Woody before we started recording, I don't know. Like, obviously, Daniel Garcia has always had this intensity because he came in with that. But because he's been working with Eddie, I'm wondering how much of Eddie's intensity is rubbed off on Daniel Garcia because he seems to have turned it up a lot. <laughs>
0: it, it it is. It feels like it's rubbing off, like to the yeah. point I I could see Eddie adopting Daniel Garcia at some point.
1: But he's already got Bobby. <laughs> I know, but
0: it, they seem like you know when Moxley and Eddie were feuding, yeah, you know, and they hated each other's guts, and then now Such here time. we are. It feels like it could it could be it could be something down so the road. So you're
1: saying that Eddie could be Daniel Garcia's stink?
0: <laughs> yes, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> like if 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 Eddie and uh, Santana Ortiz officially form some type of stable, I could see Daniel Garcia
1: joining, and makes sense. And even even to point like run away. <laughs> yeah. Just call bad Add attitudes. Mox into it and just make me happy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> He's already there, I guess, right? He better um, be. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's so funny this you earning or Daniel Garcia earning your love and respect in a battle with to be in it like that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, the whole time Moxley was feuding with Kenny Omega, that never happened. That no. never happened. You no. never you never once said, you know what? I'm starting to like that Kenny Omega fella.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you want to know why? Because he was a sly tactic. Daniel Garcia was pretty up front.
0: (laughs) I just love it. We we went through like a full year of Kenny Omega and Moxley hating each other. And never once did you utter, this guy's winning me over. (laughs) It's just like a couple of weeks. And he's like,
1: I really like that Daniel Garcia fella. Strap a rocket it's, to him. It's my it's boy. Because he reminds me so much of what I like in wrestlers. Right. That I'm drawn to people that are slightly <laughs> unhinged. I can't help it.
0: You're, you're, you're not drawn to people who feature guys with microphones. I guess. No. You.
1: And are sly about it and steal a championship and run away to run the company. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. He's still amazing though. We in all yeah. seriousness, we love Kenny Omega.
1: Yeah. I... Like yeah, yep. <laughs> I know how good he is. Don't worry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> jeez. <laughs> and y'all leave him alone on Twitter, for real. Oh
1: uh, yeah, please, because you're all no joke, absolutely vile. No joke. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. We we can we could talk about his is, you know, we could discuss yeah. his his wrestling style, all that kind of stuff, all we want. Because it's, it's all subjective. But there's some things that are not subjective. Yeah. And uh, just just leave it alone, folks. Don't yeah, just... don't don't. Don't be jerks.
1: You don't guys jerks. are the reason that people leave Twitter that we like.
0: so Yeah, don't run people off Twitter. we like Kenny Omega's tweets. We do. Um, all right. FTW World Title Championship match. Oh,
1: it's, I had Ricky Starks back. I missed it, him in the ring.
0: It was Ricky Starks uh, taking it on was. Matt Sidell in an awesome match. And Ricky Starks picked up the win and retained the FTW title. So, how did you like this one?
1: I love him so much. (laughs) Yes. And also, I love Powerhouse Hogs. Like, oh my god, that guy. Seriously, he scares the crap out of me, but I adore it. Um, Yes. See, I told you, I'm drawn to people that aren't right. Um, (laughs) People that aren't him somehow get my attention.
0: He ain't Um, ain't, ain't wrong, though. He ain't wrong. He might not be right, but he ain't
1: wrong. I mean, seriously, that guy is face could scare people into like doing anything like mm-hmm. and I love how he just got Justin Roberts to move so he could take his chair and just sat there <laughs> just holding the belt <laughs> smiling and like and he was just like I'm, I'm not touching I'm, and just like being really menacing but mm. not touching Matt Seidel so technically didn't do anything wrong but I just love the fact that his presence was enough to make meet Matt Seidel go, How can I get to Ricky? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't go through this guy. Yeah. It was like, He's a brick house.
0: If he um, really wanted to, he could break me in half. So, literally, you're not that
1: flexible. <laughs> uh,
0: <Yeah.
1: laughs> but I also love the fact that at the end, um, Stark goes and hides behind Will Hobbs. And then, <laughs> and then he's, and Will Hobbs then starts getting in like, Matt Sidell's face, then Dante comes out, Uh, and then that intensity, which I know you love. Yes. And that stare off between Dante Martin and um, Hobbs is just. Yes. Oh, beautiful.
0: I am so ready for, for Dante Martin versus Will Hobbs.
1: Yeah.
0: I was ready already, but this is how you hype like a TV match. Yeah. That intensity that Dante Martin showed, which we haven't really, really seen that yet, but him standing face-to-face with Powerhouse Hobbs and also enjoyed Lee Moriarty coming out to help yeah. save Matt Seidel, which shows a uh, the partnership there between Matt Seidel yeah. and Lee Moriarty. But a little bit, uh, the question mark there with Dante Martin, was he coming out to help Matt Syedel, or more to get in the face of Powerhouse Hobbs, because it seemed Dante's,
1: a bit of both. To be honest with you,
0: because he just left Matt Syedel. So is he still with Leo Rush, or yeah, I think
1: he's still with okay. Leo Rush, but I think he has respect.
0: Okay, is more. Sidell. I think
1: that's what we're going with. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I I really want AW to listen to me if they listen to this podcast.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Will you please put more Ricky Starks on TV? Thank you
0: yes uh, it, it's it's we we do need more ricky um for sure especially since he's got that title i know it's not something that's defended regularly like a an AEW yeah. title they just defend it when they want to and that's kind of the point with it <laughs> you don't want to lose it so you just hang on to it and defend it when you want to do it yeah. do it but the more ricky the better um
1: oh 100 happy serotonin.
0: yes yes he's uh I enjoy hearing him on commentary. I enjoy him in his promos, but I really, really enjoy him in the ring. So he does, I think 2022 needs to be a showcase year for Ricky Starks. The other thing that I
1: noticed with that match was the audience was quite quiet.
0: Yeah, um, it's, I mean... You only really got
1: going towards the end.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with they're not being a, a, a any kind of story with it whatsoever. Yeah. Um. The the main event had a story. Uh, mm-hmm. Even even the Dustin Sammy Guevara had a story in a sense. nothing against Matt Sidell, but since there was no story at all, not really any story, there was a loose story because of Dante yeah. Martin being in the, in the middle. But I don't think anybody bought him as a viable contender somebody that was really yeah. a, had a chance to take the STW title so that might have been where the last yeah. enthusiasm came from yeah uh, so not making excuses for the crowd but that's <laughs> that's the one i could yeah uh but it was a good match so which was. deserving of deserving of more energy but it yeah. is what it is uh but here we are main event the women go on last enjoyed it i thought this was a a great uh, spot for these two ladies to yeah. find themselves in on this, this first ever um, Battle of the Belts, the first TNT special. Mm-hmm. And here they are in the main event. And it was Britt Baker who successfully defended her title against Riho in a great main event. Uh, with a little dissension in the end between uh, her, uh, Jamie Hayter and herself, but they hugged it out afterwards. But Yeah, <laughs> I, was,
1: I was really interested in that because I was like, I am... I, I love the fact that there's like this tease, but I am so looking forward to the day that Jamie Hayter just punches her in the face.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's they they keep teasing it and uh, this is sort of like the, the Wardlow M.J.F. Yeah. thing. Um, of course that's been going on a little longer than this. They had, quite haven't had the relationship that MGF and Wardlow have where it's uh, but it's 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 coming at some point. Oh, it's, yeah. it's gonna be pretty awesome when it when it happens. But there's but as of now they're still hugging it out and it's still okay. Uh but did, how'd you like the match though? Baker has never beaten Rio until this point. They they hammered that home too. Mm. This is her first victory over Rio, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah it is. Yes. Yeah, so. Um yeah, this match was brilliant. Um They just went so well together as well. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people are like well, it's not really believable because Riho is, like, smaller and blah. You are at uh, pro wrestling, right? <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. None of this is technically real. Um yeah. it, it. But she she's phenomenal. I mean, Riho is not, like, my go-to woman's wrestler. No. As we uh, all know, I like people that are unhinged in any gender or whatever. Yeah. Um, but she's too nice for me. That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i know that sounds really weird but she is no. just too nice for, um, for any
0: for anybody <laughs> that's listened to you talk for any period of time that is not a surprise that is not a surprise
1: <laughs> she's too nice um, and
0: <laughs> i mean that in the nicest way possible yeah it's, it's just not to say you're not nice i just know i'm I lovely know, uh, yeah, totally absolutely <laughs> lovely I'm not winking. I'm not winking at everybody right now. To no, podcast at all. No, you really are. But the the type of people that characters that you're drawn to are not lovely people. Yes, yeah, that violent. makes sense. <laughs> you you watch you you watch horror movies before you go to bed. That's, I watch
1: horror movies to relax. Let's exactly.
0: So that's that's Riho's not a horror movie. She's not. <laughs> no, she's not. she's bubblegum Disney. <laughs> yeah. Malachi
1: Black is a horror movie. Uh, so, so that's <laughs> it's what it is. You know? Uh, yeah, but no, I mean you can't deny she's absolutely fantastic. Um, but yeah, Britt was gonna win. We we knew that because there's only one yeah. person digging that title. Yeah. Only one person. Fun if way you don't to know that's the Rosa. Not <laughs> yes, a, yeah, that's my
0: <laughs> and that's so what next for Britt Baker? Because we 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 think that Thunder is going to be, we're pretty sure that Thunder is going to be the one to take the title from her at some point. Yeah. Do, and we know Thunder is going to be tied up with um, Mercedes Martinez for the, at least for the near future, anyways. Mm-hmm. So what's next for Rick Baker? Who's their next challenger? And is the next challenger actually going to be Thunder Rosa once Thunder Rosa is done with Mercedes Martinez?
1: I think what I'd personally do is. Thunder Rosa is sorting out with Mercedes Martinez, but mm-hmm. I would genuinely start slightly building a program with Brit and Thunder Rosa. Where like Thunder Rosa, like, right, once I've sorted out, you know, Mercedes Martinez, I'm coming for that belt, you know. So, so there's a bit of background before they jump into it because they seem to always forget that with the women's division. Like, it's always nice to have, I know there's already background, but we need for a title change. You need a lot of background. So I think if they start building that um, mm-hmm. kind of like from now, then it will serve really well for the payoff. <laughs> and then Brit should go away for a while and chill out.
0: <laughs> Just, yeah, you're right. After such a – because this has been Britt Baker's division yeah. for a while. So once she does lose it, it would would not be a bad idea for her to to fade into the background for a little while until she yeah. comes back and because after
1: she, her injuries and stuff, she she was still on TV. She's never actually
0: yeah
1: had actual any you know off time completely.
0: Yep, and it, it, and her being away, you know, we've she's been a heel this whole time, even mm-hmm. if people are cheering her. Yeah, um, she's she she's a heel. It, yeah, yeah, she's. <laughs> She's playing the heel. It's, she's trying to. Um, it's just that people appreciate her way too much. Uh, mm-hmm. Not way too much. We appreciate her as much as she deserves to be appreciated. But um, but she's not getting the heel reaction at all. So mm. if you take her off TV for a while, uh, her return, she can return as a full B.A. babyface and go yeah. after the title again. And then that those cheers will be totally justified at that point. Yeah. And it will be a natural baby face move for her to return and all mm-hmm. that. So I agree. Once she loses it, yeah, take a take a backseat for a little bit. Uh, do her dental stuff because uh, she's she's an actual dentist. So you know, have a holiday. Yeah, she she may not actually be taking any time off. She may be taking time off from one job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be uh, it's a good idea. Uh, but yeah, so an awesome Rampage, awesome Battle of the Belts, even though it was just an hour. Hey, guys, can we make it two hours from this point? Please? Yes, because that was way too quick. Way too quick. Um, we need all titles defended. Make it a two-hour show and just let them all be out there. And um, another
1: TNT special idea. Why don't we have a full women's TNT special?
0: Ooh, that's something right there. That I like that idea. I like that. A lot. Look, we're going to have four a year. Let's make one of those, one of those, a women's, all women's show. Uh, Especially if it's just going to be an hour, there's really no excuse. Exactly. Yeah. But even if it's going to be two hours, we can do it, y'all. Yeah.
1: You've got enough, like, you know, talented women there to put on a show. Develop the storylines, develop the feuds, and you've got stuff to play with.
0: Yep. Exactly. Yeah. And you, if we save it for later in the year, let's mm-hmm. let's you got time to build it between yep. now and then. Get these get these ladies established. So, absolutely, yep. I'm all for it. Great ideas. And hey, Thanks. You know what? In the same vein, let's do an all tag team show. Ugh. What if what if we did that? Did battle of the belts and you did an all women's show, an all tag team show, and you know you can have like themes like that where you 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 build it around tag team wrestling, not. Not ten man tags or anything like that. Legit. Yeah, two on two tag team wrestling too. That could would be I fun. Could I
1: suggest another theme that they could do?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A full John Moxley theme. <laughs> Are you to have him wrestle three matches. No, but just just everything focused on John Moxley because I really missed him.
0: <laughs> the John Moxley Gauntlet Invitational, or something.
1: yeah. The John Moxley Rumble.
0: Just have a giant royal rumble or just Moxley we, in we can, it and we, just random people. Just a, just a big rumble and the winner gets to face John Moxley and lose. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I miss you <him> so much. <laughs> you're
0: so terrible. <laughs> oh you're such a you're such a Moxley Mark. It's not. I fun. know. Yeah, uh, that's okay. It's okay. I don't blame you. All right. So a great great two episodes of AEW content. Uh, loved it. Mm-hmm. But we are excited to see what happens this Wednesday. And we are glad you joined us for this review. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, but before you go, don't forget to give us a follow on Twitter. Or follow the channel at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay. And you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can.
1: And don't forget to turn on the notification bell.
0: Yep. Thank y'all for listening. Y'all be good out there. Be good to each other, and we will see you on the next one. Bye.
1: These co-
0: co- Cockney's. Cockney's. What's what's a? Uh...
1: It's um people what? that live in like um the East End of London are called Cockneys. Okay. And they have like uh, they have rhyming slang, so like stairs in Cockney slang is apples and pears.
0: Stairs is apples and pears. Yep. So like, if I'm walking up the stairs, I'm walking up the apples and pears. Yep. Is there some history behind that? Uh, how did that?
1: No, I didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, you're my you're my English history person. I have no. Uh, you well, are use... aware
1: there's a thing called Google, right? Yeah, but there's
0: a thing called Sarah too. I like <laughs> <laughs> I'm a thing. Uh you're 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 my Siri with hey Sarah. Oh. <laughs>